Our scripture reading for today is Deuteronomy 31, verses 1 through 8. Hear these words of scripture. Then Moses went out and spoke these words to all Israel. I am now 120 years old, and I am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you, and you will take possession of their land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you, as the Lord said. And the Lord will do to them what he did to Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. The Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thanks, Marla. Today, we, we conclude our series that has been based on this book, What is God Like? And the series has been inspired by this book that is from uh, Rachel Held Evans and Matthew Paul Turner. And it's been a way to think about what is God like? In the very beginning of the book, it reads, what is God like? That's a very big question. One that people from places all around the world have wondered about since the beginning of time. And while nobody has seen all of God, because God is far too big for any of us to fully see, we can know what God is like. And then the book goes on to use images and descriptions found throughout scripture to illustrate what God is like. And we have been using this book as a way to dig in. It's a children's book, yes, but we know that no matter our age and, or how long we have been learning about God, there is always more to learn. And there is always more to imagine and wonder about God. And so that's what this book, this series, and God invites us to do, to continue to search and to learn and to wonder, what is God like? And today we are reminded that God is like the stars, forever present and bright. Even when they feel far away, you can always look up and see them winking at you. Let's pray. O oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing and joyful to you, you who is our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Growing up, my family loved to go camping. I, I'm sure I talked about this before. My parents would pack up our camper and we would head out on weekend or week-long trips up to different destinations around the country and wherever we were there were a few constants for our camping trips hiking uno and yahtzee and campfires we would spend our day hiking and exploring wherever we were and then we would come back to the camper and have dinner at the picnic table and then clean up from dinner and pull out the Uno or the Yahtzee or both and play a few games together. And then it was time to head to the campfire to sit, to stare at the flames, to tell stories or play silly campfire games and look up at the stars. And each time, wherever we were, we were 
usually in the middle of nowhere. And so there was little to no light pollution. So when we did look up at the stars, there were more than we could ever imagine. And I would lean back in my camp chair and I would think about all of the people in the world that were looking up at those very same stars and how for centuries travelers used those stars to navigate across the world and then back home again. And what, how whatever the troubles that I was experiencing in life were in that moment, when I looked up at the stars, the drama with friends or the bad grades that I was getting in school, they seemed so small compared to the vastness of the universe. And then when I got older and I, I learned more about the way the world and the way that the universe works, I marveled at how those same stars that I would look at, they were present during the day, even though I couldn't see them because of the sun. They were still there and they were still shining. God is like the stars, forever present and bright. Even when they feel far away, you can always look up and see them winking at you. And over a decade of my ministry, I have not met one single person who didn't at some time or another in their life feel like God was distant from them or completely missing from their life. I was talking with someone recently and they looked up at me and they had, they had tears in their eyes and they said, why isn't he here? Why has God left me? And I had to assure them in that moment, looking them in the eyes, tears in my own eyes, and say, yes, in this moment, it feels like God is missing. And that happens whenever we're experiencing something in our life that is so overwhelming to us, so life-enveloping, that it clouds God out like the bright sun or the clouds in the night sky that keep us from seeing the stars that are always there. But God is there, I shared with this person, even when we can't feel them. Often in those moments when we can't feel God, God will come to us in different ways, maybe than we've ever experienced God before, trying to reach us in different ways comforting words from loved ones or helping hands of another or or cards or phone calls or that bird chirping that Jenny was talking about or the sun shining through the window and landing on the blanket in front of us those little god winks that are strewn throughout our day and so the person asked me then but how do you know that God is there? And that's a very real question that I have asked <laughs> and others have asked me again and again and again. And I said to the person, I know because I've experienced it. I've wondered and then I've seen God. And because I see it over and over and over again in scripture, story after story of people wondering where is God? And then being shown, God has been with them the whole time, and God will be with them forever. And in today's scripture that Marla read for us, we see that same thing. Moses, in this scripture, is speaking to the Israelite people, and they, the Israelites are preparing to go into the promised land. They had been wandering in the wilderness for 40 years after God saved them from slavery in Egypt. And Moses had been leading them this entire time. And now for various reasons, he's not going with them into the promised land, but they are going with a new leader. And so they have this new leader guiding them into the promised land. And Moses is giving them these, these final instructions. And so I kind of imagine it like 
like when I drop my kids off at summer camp for a week, or like when you're dropping off kids at college, and you say things like, behave. Don't do dumb things. And be kind. And if someone is sitting by themselves, then invite them in to sit with you. And so this is what Moses is doing to the Israelite people. He's like, I'm not going with you. You're going. Here are my instructions. And through Moses, God is telling the Israelites, I am going to bring you into this land. And although it's scary and it's fraught with danger, you can trust that I am going to protect you. He says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified for them, because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never lead you nor forsake you. He says, don't be afraid or terrified because of them, because of the people that are in the land. Because this, this land that God had promised the Israelites, it was already inhabited. And it was filled with these established fortress cities that were populated not just by normal people, but by giants. And so the Israelites are standing there at the edge of the promised land, and they're terrified. They're going into a land with giants, and they're not going to have their leader with them. But Moses, he says, he doesn't just say, well, just be strong and courageous. That's it. Because Moses knows these people, and he knows that it's not that easy. Before saying this, he tells the people, he recounts their whole history, the whole Israelite history, and saying, do you remember that time in the wilderness when you were hungry and you were complaining that there wasn't any food and then God gave you manna and quail? Or remember that time when you were whining because you didn't have enough to drink and so God brought water out of a stone? God has been with you this whole time that you have been in the wilderness, even when you disobeyed, like that time, Moses is saying, like that time, you remember when I went up to the mountain to talk to God, and you guys got impatient, and so then you built a golden calf, and you started worshiping that instead? Yeah, remember that? God was with you then, too. No matter what, he says, throughout all of it, God has been with you. And so God will be with you now. God is ready to, to guide and to protect and sustain you, just like God has always done this entire time. And it doesn't matter whether you were completely faithful and have done exactly what God says, or those times when you whine and you complain and you get impatient and you do the complete opposite of what God tells you to do. God is still there. It doesn't matter what we do, that is the constant. But, but Moses is like, don't, don't just, oh, it's okay to, to doubt and, and do whatever I want. Just save yourself the trouble. And just trust that God goes with you into this place. God will not leave you. God will not forsake you. Even in the wilderness, even when the challenges are literal giants in front of you, God is with you. God is like the stars, forever present and bright. Even when they feel far away, you can always look up and see them winking at you. I started my college career at the University of Cincinnati which was five hours away from where I grew up. And in, it was in the middle of a city, which was light years away from the corn and soybean fields that I was used to. And one night, I was feeling particularly lost in the middle of that big city. And so I went for a walk out on the quad. We're going to ignore the fact that I went out when I was like 18, in the middle of the night, in the middle of a city, out on the quad and walked by myself. We're going to ignore that part, and we're going to think about what I saw. I looked up in the middle of that great big city, 
and I saw the stars. And I remembered those were the same stars that I would see when I was sitting by the campfire at Clear Creek State Park. And those were the same stars that I saw when I looked up at Camp Asbury when I was on my chrysalis retreat. And those were the same stars that I would look up at home when I was sitting outside at night looking up at the stars. And so in the middle of the city, in the middle of this place that felt so foreign to me, in that moment, I knew that I wasn't alone, that God was with me just like those very same stars. What is God like? That is a very big question. One that people from places all around the world, throughout all time, have answered in many different ways. Keep searching. Keep wondering. Keep learning about God. But whenever you aren't sure what God is like, think about what makes you feel safe, what makes you feel brave, and what makes you feel loved, because that's what God is like. Amen. Let us pray. Good and beautiful God, we are grateful for the reminders of you that we see in this world for the ways that you show up and you show us that you really are with us in the midst of the beauty and the joy of life as well as all of the struggles in the darkness, in the valleys, in those deep, dark corners of our souls. You are there. God, help us to be attuned to your spirit, to see you around us, and God, help us to keep this wonder of what are you like, to keep that open heart and mind and soul to see you working in our everyday lives. God, we come to your table today, and we come knowing that this is your place, a place that we might meet you and know that we are your beloved. You have claimed us and you love us and we might see you in these simple gifts of bread and juice. God, as we come, open our hearts to be renewed and restored by you. Amen. This is Christ's table. And as we come to Christ's table, we know there are things in our lives that keep us from God, that keep us from fully connecting and receiving God's love into us. And we call those things different names, like sin, like burdens, those hindrances. And whatever we might call them, this is a moment to release them. We come and we confess. We confess out loud with our out loud voice so that we confess to the people around us and to God that we know we've fallen short and we know that God is with us and that God loves us to help us to continue to be made new. And so I invite you to to pray with me this prayer of confession. This is a call and response prayer of confession that will be on the screen. And I invite you to um, participate in the bold parts. God of new life, you call us into unknown places and we bury our heads in the sand. You promise all the stars in the sky 
and we doubt it can be true. You speak of new life in the spirit, and we tell ourselves we've missed our chance. Over and over and over again, you invite us closer to you. Show us the way, forgive our mistakes, give us the courage to begin again with you. Amen. Family of faith, hear and believe this good news. There is a grace to God's love that is bigger than we could ever imagine. No matter what we did or didn't do yesterday, we have been forgiven. Today, the slate is wiped clean. Today, we are made new. Join me in saying, we belong to God. We are held in God's love. We are made new. Amen. I'm going to repeat that again. We belong to God. We are held in God's love. We are made new. Sometimes we can, if we've celebrated Holy Communion multiple times, we can kind of breeze over words like that and not let it sink in. That no matter what else is going on in the world, we belong to God. That's it. And we are held in God's love. And we are new in God's love. That is the beauty and the gift and the grace that comes at this table. In the United Methodist Church, we believe that this is an open table. And so all are welcome to celebrate. It is gluten-free. It is alcohol-free. It is cost-free, <laughs> too. <laughs> it is completely open to all of us to come and to receive, if we are willing. Oh God, we pray that you might pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here. On these gifts of bread and juice, make them be for us the body and the blood of Christ so that we might be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. O oh God, by your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all of the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we get to feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. As we come to celebrate Holy Communion together, I want to invite those online to celebrate with us. The body of Christ broken for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. And in person, I invite you to come forward as the welcome team guides you, and you can take a cup of the juice and a cup of bread and receive the elements and then place your empty cups on the communion rails on either side. Know that the juice is a plastic cup today and the, the bread is in a glass cup today. So they act different, glass and, and plastic act different, right? And so I just don't want you to be startled when you're taking the communion, and, and then we get communion on ourselves. I mean, that's, that's great, that is a blessing, but we don't need that, it can go inside. So <laughs> with that, I invite the, the welcome team to come forward and let us celebrate Holy Communion together.
Let us pray. Oh God, it is such a beautiful thing to see your family at your table. You have given us this mystery. And so we pray that we might take it into the world with us. That we might be taken into the world in the strength of your spirit and give ourselves for others in your name, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. I do love celebrating Holy Communion, especially when people get distracted staring at babies and the baby is holding on to grandma's little string on her shirt and cups break because plastic is dumb and all the other things that happen and we know that God is with us in the midst of it and it is a beautiful and wonderful thing. And so I invite you, let us stand and let us sing as we pray, prepare for prayer. to your heart. May I be a pure reflection of all you are. A love that is patient and love that is kind and love that keeps no offenses or wrongs in mind. Make me like Jesus like Jesus. My heart is an open space for you to come. Have your way. I'm open. I'm open. My heart is an open space for you to come. Have your way. I'm open. I'm open. You're faithful to find me right where I am. Though even in my wandering, you call me friend. Your mercy receives me and lifts me to my feet. And I'm caught up in the wonder and mystery. Jesus, of knowing Jesus. My heart is an open space for you to come. Have your way. I'm open. I'm open. My heart is an open space for you to come. Have your way. I'm open. I'm open, so do whatever you want to do, and say whatever you want to say, and move however you want to move, and change whatever you want to change. space for you to come have your way I'm open. 
what are you saying? Where are you going? My heart is open wide. My eyes are open wide. What are you saying? Where are you going? My heart is open wide. My eyes are open wide. What are you saying? Where are you going? My heart is open wide, my eyes are open wide, my heart is an open space for you to come, have your way, I'm open, I'm open, my heart is an open space for you to come, have your way, I'm open, I'm open. seated. We have a few prayers that have come in. Linda asked for prayers for Bev and Marilyn. And Sue asked for prayers for her Aunt Diane and Uncle Greg, who are both in the hospital and struggling. And Jan asked for prayers of strength and God's grace for her nephew Michael who recently started dialysis treatments. And Shelly asked for prayers of praise for Ed's brother, Steve, who recovered and was released from the hospital. And prayers for Sandy um, over the death of her husband. And Kim asked for prayers for all eyes to look towards God and pursue his love and peace. And Isaac prayed prays for both of his grandma's health. That's one of the little kids that comes in here. And Taylor asks for prayers for Mary Beth as she struggles to find joy and comfort in God after losing her dad. And Gail asks for prayers for, or Nancy requests prayers for Herb, her husband. Um, he had a successful shoulder replacement surgery on Friday, but then when he got home, uh, he fell shortly afterwards and hit his head. So he needs uh, continued prayers of healing. And then I also want to ask prayers um, for Michaela. Uh, she is here with us. She is our music director. Um, she is not singing because she has very little voice. Um, and that's not great because she's a choir teacher. So uh, prayers for her that she will be healed very soon. And then also um, our, our altar flowers for today are in honor of the engagement of Stephanie Holmes to Jack Smith. So um, the Holmes family is very excited for that. And so with all of that, let us go to our Lord in prayer. Creator God, we are so very grateful that there is nowhere in the world that we can go that is beyond your presence. You have promised that you will never leave us or forsake us, that you will always be with us. Even when the world seems to turn upside down or our center of gravity feels off, you are our ever present. And just like the stars, in the sky, and in the comforting faces of our friends. And so today we give you thanks for the people in our lives who are your presence in the everyday moments. When we need a comforting word or a knowing glance, a ride to an appointment, or help picking up the kids from all of their activities, we are grateful for those little God winks of our life. Sustaining God, we pray that you will help us to be those people for others. That you will give us the eyes to see when our neighbors are in need and the wisdom to listen for your still small voice 
of how we can be your presence in that moment. And redeeming God, we know that you hear our prayers, the prayers of each and every one of us, those prayers that we say out loud and those prayers that lay on our hearts and race through our minds. And so we pause now lifting our individual prayers to you. God with deep gratitude and with true humility we pray these things together and pray together the words that Jesus taught so long ago our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The last thing we do each Sunday is to remind ourselves that church does not end here when the worship service is over, but it goes with us into the world. And so we have a few ways that you can do that through BUMC. The first is on the back of your bulletin. And this is on BUMC links and in the newsletter and all of the things. Um, there is a little calendar. And one of the squares says care and prayer mail. And so that is a, a person in our church community who could use some prayer for all kinds of different reasons. And so it's an opportunity for you to send a card or make a call and just let that person know that they are loved and be that little God wink for them in their week. And so I encourage you to take a look at this each week um, and know that it's there if you would like to do that. And then also um, this Wednesday, we are having the combined United Women in Faith gathering, and this will be at 6.30, there's a reception, at seven o'clock is a program by uh, the executive director of Womankind, and so you can learn about the, the care center and what they do for women and for their babies. And then this coming Sunday, one week from today, one week from this very moment, we will have our fall kickoff. And so everyone is invited to come and to celebrate, to have fun together. It's just a way to gather and have a good time for a joyful gathering. And so um, if you haven't signed up yet, which is like most people because that's how we roll around here, um, you can sign up and there will be actual people with actual clipboards where you can write your actual names. Um, in the parlor right back there and then online you can go to BUMC links and sign up. There will also be that actual person in the parlor has an actual clipboard with if you would like to sign up to help in any way. There's all kinds of little ways to help out and so you can sign up there and you can also online you can sign up at BUMC links to help out as well as to come and enjoy. Um, we are asking for a donations for just to simply that's to offset the cost of all of the fun with the, we're having a big bounce house for the kids. Um, apparently this is a bounce house that is, um, if it rains, it can be a wet or a dry bounce house. So if it rains, we're bounce house in any way. So just bring a bathing suit or something if you're a little kid or I guess a bigger kid. I don't know. Um, so anyway, the money is to help offset the bounce house, I get distracted, um, or, and the Kona ice and all the different fun and the food um, by Soroj and Carlos. It's going to be a great time, so sign up um, and come. That's it. And then also in your bulletin is a sign up, a real life physical sign up for the Good Grub Social Club. And so this is a gathering, it's a group of eight people that are going to get together four whole times throughout the year. So quarterly, and you're gonna have dinner together and get to know each other. That's it, it's just very fun. So sign up for that by next Sunday. 
And then um, we also, all of our fall learning opportunities are in this beautiful fall program guide that you should have received in the mail or pick up when you leave. And um, it had, we're, all of our fall programming is going to begin the week of September 17th. And so we're really excited about the different opportunities that you can learn and grow and serve and just continue to be in ministry through BUMC. So with all of that, let us receive our benediction so that we might be empowered to go and do God's good work. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Let us stand and sing. It is such a pleasure to worship with y'all. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for joining us.
kind of citrus tree. Not zucchini, fettuccine, or bulgur. We 